welcome to the Teen Life Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Sammy, and today we are talking about how I learned to love my body. Hey, you guys, welcome to the podcast this week. How are all of you doing? Are you practicing the things that you are learning here on the podcast? I want to know if it's helping or what questions you have. To connect with me, follow me on Instagram at the Teen Life Coach. And if you have questions or comments about a specific episode, you can just post a comment under that episode's post or ask me a question. I want to know what's up with you guys. Also, if you haven't downloaded my free five easy actions to self-confidence for teens, just go to the show notes and you can grab that with the link there. Okay, so for today's episode, I'm going to share a little bit about my journey with you today. I coach so many girls on the way they view their bodies and how they take care of their bodies, and it's a widespread struggle among teens, okay? Way more widespread than when I was growing up. Teens treat their bodies horribly. You guys say the meanest things about yourself and you don't even realize you are doing it. We need to change that as a society and we need to change that as our culture in the way that we're treating our bodies and speaking about our bodies. I have lived so much of my life being so mean to myself and I didn't even know I was being mean to myself and hateful to myself until I stopped and I was like, oh my gosh, This is so much better than what I was doing before. So starting in high school, I developed this passion. And I'm going to say passion because it was literally all I could think about. And this passion was around food and around losing weight and controlling what I put into my body. I would skip lunch with my friends and go to the library at school and read and study books about calories and what foods were made of and how many grams of fat were in every single thing that I ate. I really have an amazing memory, so I still have all that information stored in my brain somewhere. So if you came up to me off the street and asked me how many calories were in an egg and how many grams of fat the egg has and the protein and the carbs in it, and I could even tell you if you just took the yolk out of the egg and just used the egg white, what the nutritional content of that would be. And that's a lot of memorizing and counting in my head. And I used this passion to take control of myself and treat myself like garbage and hold myself to ridiculous expectations of what I could and couldn't eat, only allowing myself to eat certain foods and dressing always on the side and not allowing myself anything that tasted good. And it became an obsession. And if I ate the quote-unquote wrong thing, I would then beat myself up and make myself go exercise. I was pretty miserable for a very long time. I would avoid social events because I feared that I would lose control and end up eating like a normal person. Or I would hide in my room if I thought I had gained a pound and my body was no longer attractive or what it was supposed to look like according to societal norms. I wouldn't go on dates because I was afraid of going out to eat with another person and fearing that I would lose control or that they would judge what I'm eating. I would pride myself in the amazing amount of self-control I had in my ability to be hungry and not eat. And I know a lot of you girls 
can relate when it comes to thinking about your body shape and the way that your body looks and always trying to control and manipulate yourself so that you can feel good about the way that your body looks. I would think about food and my weight so much that I could never be present with what I was actually doing. So if I went to the movies with my mom and my mom was eating popcorn next to me, all I could think about during the movie was what it would be like to actually eat the popcorn and trying so hard to have massive self-control next to the popcorn. And my fear was that if I let myself take one handful of popcorn, then I would never stop. And so I didn't even give in to the popcorn. And of course, do you think I was nice to my mom who was sitting next to me, enjoying herself and the movie, eating her popcorn? Heck no. (laughs) I'd be so mean to my mom because I was hungry. Like I wasn't allowing myself to live life by enjoying the things in my life. So my parents had no idea what was going on. And even if they did, they had no idea what to do. I was still very athletic and involved in sports. I was an amazing athlete. I got good grades. I was very social and I had a lot of friends. So on the outside, I looked just like a normal teenager who was happy and doing all the things that normal teenagers do. As I got skinnier and graduated from high school and moved on to college, I started to have some intense health problems associated with my restricted eating. Not only was I having the mental struggles of severe anxiety centered around my weight and body, but I started to have some detrimental physical complications. You guys can't starve yourself and treat your body poorly and remain unaffected, okay? I knew I didn't feel good. I knew I needed help, but I didn't know where to go or where to start. So I spent time at a rehab facility. I met with multiple therapists. I was prescribed medications. I remember being told by a psychiatrist that my chances of overcoming an eating disorder were basically zero, and that was really awesome. (laughs) That made me feel really great, right? Here I am like trying to recover and somebody telling you that you basically will always struggle with this for the rest of your life, okay? Obviously, I didn't listen to her, and I'm not going to go into detail here on today's episode about my recovery, but there are some takeaways that I want to pass on to you. I put so much work into loving myself and learning how to forgive myself for what I had done to myself and overcoming the shame of what I was keeping secret and hidden, it is not easy learning to love who you are in the body you are in. But it is possible. And when you finally do, you experience ultimate freedom. Here's what I learned. I'm not going to tell you what to do today. If you want to obsess over your body, you totally can. Actually, I am going to tell you what to do. Just decide to love your body the way that it is. And if you can save yourself all the hours and money spent in therapy and rehabilitation, you're going to be so much better off. What you put your energy into, it always has a trade-off. So I like to picture it like this. Imagine you have two buckets. One bucket is labeled your body, and the other bucket is labeled your dreams. And every day, you get five marbles. Every time you put a marble into the body bucket, you are building up that bucket. You're filling that bucket up. 
Not only are you building up that bucket, but you are keeping the marbles from your dream bucket. When we choose to focus on our weight and our bodies and constantly have negative self-talk playing in our head and feeling hungry and ignoring our true desires, whether that true desire is just for a cookie or some popcorn, we are keeping ourselves from our dreams. We only have a limited amount of desire in our lives every single day. When we use up that desire for being skinny or desiring to not eat certain things or trying to achieve an impossible body, we have no desire left to put into our dream bucket. And let's say after a week or a month or even a year, which bucket has the most marbles? Over time, the marbles are going to accumulate, and there will always be consequences, whether good or bad, when we use our desire and our focus in life to get the things that we want. Torturing yourself to create a certain type of body will end up getting you exactly to that place. Unhappiness and a skill set that you've mastered for making yourself miserable. And the more you take actions for certain things, you are training your brain into believing what is most important for you and what isn't. I'm not saying don't take care of your body at all, don't exercise, or don't eat healthy. Those things are important too. But when you do them for the sole purpose of controlling the way that you look, you end up never being happy with your body. Taking care of your body in the right way will feel good. It won't feel like you have let yourself down over and over again. There is a way to live without ever thinking negative about your body, without ever questioning your weight or what you are eating or focusing on that number, on that scale. When you don't have to put any marbles into your body bucket, That is true freedom, okay? You get to make the choice on what bucket you're going to put your marbles in. If you aren't deliberately filling up one bucket, you are choosing the other bucket. And the marbles will always go somewhere. What do you want to put your energy into? What do you want your true desires and dreams to be? Worrying about your weight and your body and everything that you eat will keep you stuck from achieving your goals in life. Give yourself complete freedom and be present in your life. Enjoy your teen years. Think about what kind of future you want. Use your energy and desire to create an amazing life. You can have an amazing life and also believe that your body is amazing. (laughs) Both are possible. Don't choose the life that holds you back because you are too afraid to be who you are in the body that you have. I want you guys to decide today that you are more than your body. Every time you look in that mirror, what you see is only 10% of who you actually are. You are so much more than what your body looks like. And also ask yourself, why do you have these stupid expectations for yourself on how your body should look? What would your dream body be if the world had no say in what your body should look like? I think a perfect body is the body that takes you to where you want to go in life and provides the way for you to accomplish your dreams. I like to think about a dream body being literally just that, a body 
that takes you to your dreams. A dream body is the way to your dreams, okay? Not the dream itself. There's so much more to life than just having a specific body type. Save yourself some heartache and endless self-torture. Use your body to live your life instead of living to limit what your body gets. There's a huge difference there between the two. All right, you guys, have a great week and don't forget to go to the show notes and download my free five easy actions to self-confidence for teens. If you are interested in any of my programs for teens and their parents, please visit my website, knowingup.com. That's K-N-O-W-I-N-G-U-P.com.